Yo, what's up? Welcome to Conan Kruger. That's Kruger. I'm Cone. Day one of free agency tampering period really is wrapping up, although the Niners could theoretically do something tonight. Let's talk about what they've done today. They've done a lot. Um, the big move was the defensive tackle, Javon Hargrave, but I'd like to start with the quarterback they signed this afternoon, Sam Darnold. I mean, five years ago, if you would hear that the Niners would sign Sam Darnold for a one-year deal, it seemed kind of strange. He was such a big deal coming out of USC. Now he's not, but he's still only 25, and he's with the 49ers. What do you think of this deal? Well, it's it's re I mean, it's we could do the entire live stream on how interesting it is and all the ramifications of what it means for the other guys. But as far as Sam Darnold, no, I don't like Sam Darnold. Mm. Sam Darnold's played five seasons in the NFL. He has double-digit interceptions in four of them. You know, and that's okay. He's got 55 career picks. And then if you go back to SC, he was on a loaded, loaded teams. He still threw a lot of picks. He did. He throws picks, lots of picks. So I think he's kind of broken, but maybe they can fix him and um, coach him up. But it is interesting from the standpoint of, I think Sam Darnold thinks of himself as a starter or as a two, not necessarily as a three. Is he coming here as the three? Or is he coming here as the two and Trey Lance is going to get traded? I mean, he I don't know what the deal is there, but I'm sure they'll tell us he's coming here as a three. But does it's man, if he's a three now, what a fall for Sam Darnold. This guy was what was he, the fifth pick in the draft or something? I'm uh, you know, third pick in the draft, 2018. I mean, he he finished last season well. He he won four games. He was four and two with the Panthers last year when they were pretty much thrown in the the towel. What's interesting about that is their interim coach was Steve Wilkes, who's now the Niners defensive coordinator. So maybe right. maybe he really likes Darnold and vouched for him, and maybe the Niners actually feel like there's this is like a legit reclamation project with some upside. I mean, Hendon Hooker's 25 years old. He's going to be a second or third round pick. The Niners got Sam Darnold, who's struggled, but he's been in the NFL. He hasn't played for any team that's any good. Now he gets to check it down to Christian McCaffrey and look smart. That he did that. I mean, it's an it's a it's an easier job here. Although you do have to protect yourself to a degree. Can can he move? Like, what do you think of his mobility? Uh, I, I think it's just marginal. I mean, mm-hmm. he, I, I think he's a pretty good athlete, but he's not a runner. Yeah. My bigger concern is just can he hit the layups? I mean, fifty nine percent completion percentage, the lowest completion percentage I think he's had in the league was this year, at fifty eight point six. But he's fifty nine point seven for his career. I mean, it's just kind of low. Um, but I mean, he, you know, once upon a time, I mean, he went third in the draft. So there were a pe- bunch of people in the league that thought this guy was a good player. I thought and I remember people comparing out. him to Andrew Luck. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people like him I, and Kyle's probably one of them. Yeah. Kyle probably thinks he's good. Um, but I'll say this, if I was Darnold and it was the third job, um, absolutely. I mean, with these weapons, why would you not want to come here? Yeah, but from from Darnold's perspective, he's probably saying, look, uh, I could play on this team. There's a possibility I get on the field here because God knows with Brock Purdy and Trey Lance hasn't proven anything yet. I mean, Sam Darnold might feel that he could beat out Trey Lance or outshine him in a in a, in a training camp. Do you think Trey Lance is looking at this sign and thinking, geez, it's competition? Well, I no. No, I think Trey's no. got it really simple, which is just, you know, get better and you know, keep learning, keep getting better. And eventually I'm going to be on top because Trey's got some 
unbelievable ability to escape and to create and to run and to throw down the field. So I think he's just, I think he's just more than anything looking to get healthy, get reps and get on the field. Um, that's, I think should be his mindset, whether no matter where he is, no matter where he sits on the depth chart, I guess for all, really all three of these guys, but I mean, Donald's interesting from a standpoint of he's got the stature um, and we've seen glimpses of good things. And you kind of mentioned it. He's shown glimpses. Um, there's just an awful lot of turnovers there. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if it can work out. But your read is he's the third guy. You, you don't look at this and say Sam Darnold thinks he's the number two guy and the Niners will move Trey Lance. Well, you wonder, right? I mean, it's, it's, it seems a little strange. Did the Niners say something privately to Sam? Like, look, you know, we're going to call you the third quarterback here, but Brock might, we don't even know with Brock and, and Trey's a mystery too. Like you're a third string quarterback who has the best chance of any third string quarterback to get on the field. What do you say? Maybe yeah. that's a pitch that he'd be interesting to him because what other team would be offering playing time to Sam Darnold? I mean, he could, he had to back up Baker Mayfield last year. Well, and and I got to think if you're a quarterback, you're looking at the Niner equation, right, Grant? And you're like, look at look at my five eligibles. And, you know, this team, Shanahan is a very good play caller as far as play action. So that can take a little heat off of a immobile quarterback, a pocket passer. He kind of creates that space with the with the play action game. I'll, I You know. I don't know. I, I've, I've never been big on SC quarterbacks, so I think hmm. I've probably um, downgraded them more than I should have. But I just seems like I, every time I watch Darnold, he's turning the ball over. Um, so I don't know. I personally, you know, it's there's low risk, right? But it doesn't seem. I don't look at him and go, yeah, yeah, that guy. He just got here and it's going to take off. Maybe, yeah, but I, I, know. you know, he's been he's been in some pretty decent spots and he just can't do it. I wonder if he looks at the success that Brock Purdy has here and thinks, gee, well, if Brock you know, can succeed here, maybe I could too. The difference is Brock Purdy always had extreme confidence. He always believed in himself. Like he played poorly in like the first half against the Cowboys in the playoffs, came back, responded with a great second half. I'm, I mean, Sam Darnold is a wreck in terms of confidence, he, in, in the sense that he has none. So the Niners would have to build that back up with him and I don't even, is he a project? I thought Trey Lance was the project. Is Sam Darnold the project now, or is, or is Lance the project? This kind of feels like when they brought in Josh Rosen a couple of years ago. You know, I think, I bet you anything that Kyle likes him, and they feel yeah. like they can, you know, turn him into something. And, um, you know, I mean, I, the thing about it is you don't want, I, I, the one thing I like about it, Grant, is that you don't want to be too young or too old in the NFL. Because if you're too old, I mean, there's two old options out there, Joe Flacco and a couple others that, you know, they just guys, Matt Ryan, he's just kind of too old. But then you mm -hmm. also have the too young, right? You you want to have as many guys as possible in their prime. The one thing you can say about Darnold is he's in, his, in the prime of his life. I mean, he's 25. He's 6'3", 225. He's 25. He's had a taste of the NFL and some other spots. You said you felt like he showed a little momentum this last year with Carolina. Maybe I mean, they feel like they're catching, you know, lightning in a bottle. Last question before we move on from Darnold. Do you feel this was the best option for the 49ers? I mean, we've been talking about this for weeks. What are they going to do at quarterback? Their solution was Sam Darnold. We never really – we were talking about Mariota. Uh, what do you think of – could they have done better here? Um, 
you know, it's easy to look back at this and see whatever quarterback does better and say that was the guy. Yeah. But um, I'll say this. I mean, you got to remember that they don't they're they're not armed with a lot. They're not offering mm-hmm. currently unless other something else is going on. They're only offering the third string job. So, God, I got to think Mariota and Baker Mayfield and some of these guys that I liked as potential third quarterbacks may be able to get borderline starting competition jobs this summer. So that was probably a pipe dream. Um, Yeah. When you look at when you look at experience, who they could get for what they're offering and the job that they have available, Darnold probably is close to the very best they could get it. And it, and it probably makes sense. They may have, their scouts may have saw something at these in the last year's game film that they like, and they feel like, Hey, you put that guy in this system with Kyle calling plays and rebuild his confidence. And you might get something. Yeah. Uh, Fish and ship says Javon and Darnold and Jimmy Garoppolo at last gone. It's a good day. Ice cube voice today was a good day. Obviously Jimmy did not like being with the Niners says Refugio Gomez. Well, it's funny. We were gone. listening to, on the way back in the car, rental car from Arizona with my 13 year old and ice cubes. It was a good day came on. And then after the song was over, my 13 year old looks at me and he goes, dad, that was a banger. Said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, great one of the great. It, was it the first time he'd ever heard it? 13 year old. Yeah, first time he'd ever heard it. Dad, that's hey, a banger. It certainly is. Michael <laughs> Garcia says, is Jadavian Clowney a free agent? If so, would you consider signing him? On another note, really enjoy watching both you, uh, your guys' shows. Love it. I'll pass on Clowney at this point. I will, too. Uh, I'm I'll not pass. a Clowney guy. He's interesting, though, because you can rush him like through the A-gaps. You can move yeah. him around. If you like like to yeah. move a guy around, I think that's your guy. Because you he that's his greatest thing, Grant. He can play a right side, left side, over the guard, over the center. The, move him around. But as right. a pure edge rusher, he doesn't really have that body lean and that. I'd rather, I'd much rather have Leonard Floyd or somebody like that. Good call. Me too. Connie. Official BNA Music eighty eight says Adam sounded defeated on Twitter. He said, "Let him get his money." He said nothing about winning games. He better get familiar with QB two ASAP. Okay, so people have Jimmy Garoppolo on the brain. Let's talk about Jimmy Garoppolo, and then we'll get back to the the, the players still on the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo is gone. I, I can't believe it's actually happened, but he's on another team. The Raiders gave him a three-year deal. Uh, do you think this was the right move for the Raiders? Let's talk about the Raiders for a second. I think it was the right move for the Raiders um, because the Raiders are a combination of they don't really have an ability to necessarily in the draft get that quarterback that they want. And they don't want they didn't want to give up the house for Aaron Rodgers. And they know Jimmy going back to the New England days. So he knows that offense. Um, and they're getting a guy who's an actual competitor. Devontae's loyal to his boy Carr from college. And so he's probably close to this. But Carr was Carr was dead. Carr is gone. Carr, the car mm-hmm. that came out of uh, Fresno State is not the Derek Carr that's mm-hmm. still there. This Derek Carr throws it into the ground and is thinking about his 401k. You can't play football like that. You have to mm-hmm. compete. Jimmy will compete. He Thank will you. stand in there. He will take hits. He'll let Devontae work himself open down the field. So I think Devontae, I think it's a good thing for Devontae. Um, but, you know, we all know Garoppolo's got limitations at quarterback, and he's just, you know, I think he's being loyal to Carr. Yeah, I mean, I scoffed at this deal, and I still think it's a waste of time, but what the Saints did with Derek Carr is just unreal. That is a much worse contract. Was it five years? Something, I mean, for Derek Carr? 
Derek, you, you can't tell. What you just said about it, he's not really competing anymore. I agree. Jimmy, at least, is to the best of his ability. Was there a power so, yeah. outage in New Orleans and they didn't see um they didn't yeah, see any know. of the car games over the last years? I just He's I just felt like He's trying yeah. to save his butt on every play. He doesn't want to take hits, but he, he some guys get there when they're like 40. He's got he got there when he was 30. 30. Yeah, the thing with with the Raiders, I felt at seven they were in a position to get a young quarterback. And now they're just I mean, this isn't a solution. You gave a three year deal, which kind of feels like is that a is that a bridge quarterback deal? Like, are they going to draft a quarterback? They they, they can't be done, can they? I mean, maybe they're the Anthony Richardson team. That's maybe. about where he's going to go. Maybe. And um, I'll tell you, if I was well, on the Vegas, Jimmy did such a great you job. Me, you tell me the Raiders are playing. You got tickets, and Anthony Richardson's playing. I don't care if they lose or win. Oh, I'd I go. It's, it's a good show. I would just play Anthony Richardson though, but it seems like they're going to recreate the the Jimmy Garoppolo Trey Lance situation because that was so successful. Yeah, good job, Mark Davis. Anyway, right. maybe that's what they'll do. I think a lot See of people are wondering. I think a lot of Niner fans are wondering what this Sam Darnold means. What this? Let me try this again in English. I think a lot of Niner fans are wondering what this Sam Darnold news means for Trey Lance. Does this mean that the Niners are secretly? in love with Darnold? Is he their new project? Does Lance have to worry? Could he get traded? Or is this just another guy who may not even make the team in Sam Darnold? I've already talked about this today a lot okay. on my channel. Okay. So I, I'll, I actually think that Lynch made it sound like at the combine, like Trey was going to be dealt then. And I told yeah. the people that I talked to that I'll, I'll wait and I'll, you know, I'll just take that quote as just a quote until they get a, 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 a third-string quarterback that really seems like a starter or two. And today, yeah. they got a third-string quarterback who kind of looks like a starter or two. I'm not saying that you're a good team if you've got uh, Darnold as your starter, but I, I look at him as uh, a one or a two, and on this team, probably a clear two behind Brock, uh, but with, ha with, the, with the ability to maybe evolve into a one around this cast and with this offensive play caller. So I kind of look at this as they're going to try. There's they're at least going to be, I think there's teams that are going to want Trey Lance and make a good offer. I don't think the Niners are handing him to anybody. I don't think they should, but I think they are going to trade him on draft day. That would be my guess. And um, I think he's, I, I could see him going to Tennessee for the 11th pick. Now, a lot of people want to shout me down and say, I'm rooting for it. I'm not rooting for it, but I don't, I think Lynch told us at the combine that his timeline and the Niners timeline, Trey's timeline and the Niners timeline don't jive. And he, he's, I think that's he pretty amazing that the that. Niners, I think it's amazing that the Niners had that epiphany now. Like we could have told you that two years ago. They seem so confident though when they drafted Trey Lance. It's like, well, you guys must know what you're doing. And then two years later, hey guys, we just realized our timelines don't, we have two timelines here. It's not right. Oh yeah. That's why we were kind of scratching our heads when you made this deal. Whatever saying you know i mean dude are you am i reading that wrong or, or, or what i mean are you getting the same thing out of that or what do you because i don't to me what lynch said at the combine was like trey's got to play and that's our challenge and it's like yeah. it's not really a challenge john you only have brock purdy yeah. and he's not healthy that means trey gets to play all of may <laughs> you can play all him this June, season all yeah. of july all of august yeah. all yeah. maybe even half of september you've like five months to develop trey lance as the number one guy, why is that a challenge 
that you know I don't understand that unless he's saying Look, unless he's implying that Trey's not ready to play now. A couple of things. I feel like John and Kyle talk about Trey differently. I feel like. John's kind of dismissive of Trey, whereas Kyle tries harder to find nice things to say about him. That's one interpretation. So, I mean, I'd like to hear what Kyle Shanahan says about Trey Lance before I predict whether he's getting traded draft night. The other thing is, it's possible the Niners are open to trading Trey Lance, but might wait a little bit because maybe they maybe they want to wait and see what they have in Brock Purdy when he finishes his rehab before doing anything like that with Trey Lance. Maybe maybe they want to be when. Maybe mid, mid mid September. Well, when, when it's okay. all done, when oh, it's all done, he's fu- okay. yeah, when it's all done and he's fully recovered. Like, what does that look like? Is he the same? Is he better? Is he worse in terms of his arm? Maybe then you and then maybe you want to see what you have in Sam Darnold for for an offseason before you make a, a rash decision with Trey. That being said, if Trey starts the first two games, Brock comes back, Brock looks great, and Sam look looks good too, and they feel like there's no future for Trey here. Maybe they feel like you know what we we upped his trade value with these starts. Now let's trade him. Uh, I could see it happening. I don't know if it's going to happen draft night, but I, I, I like what you're saying. It makes sense. It's a very compelling argument. The way that John Lynch put it at the combine definitely opens the door for this. I definitely see what you're saying. Well, I mean, I look at it this way. I'm just looking at the other teams in the league. Like if I'm Rand Carthon, I have, mm-hmm. I have Ryan Tannehill. I have Malik mm-hmm. Willis. I've got a head coach that expects to win now. And I've got no real quarterback of the future. And I know Trey Lance. If Rand likes Trey, he mm-hmm. Rand's just starting his time there. He's got a couple years to invest into Trey if he believes Trey's going to be great. Um, and they pick like in the in the top dozen picks, and that would yeah. be a premier player for the 49ers. If you add a player in the top dozen picks, you, you might be able to get a difference maker that can help you win next year's Super Bowl. So I don't know. It's it, it it's it's an interesting uh, situation. And there's sort of just, been smoke around that, right? I think Trey's going to be an attractive op- uh, option. That that would be a reasonable trade option, I think, if I'm Tennessee. When, when Rand Carthon got the job, Trey Lance you put the little thing out on Instagram with the fingers crossed emoji. And Kyle Shanahan even said that he went up to him and said, uh, are you getting traded to the Titans? And Trey's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. But yeah, there's like a, as a natural, if he's going to get traded anywhere, it's so obviously a natural fit with the Tennessee Titans. To your point, John Lynch, said what he said at the combine. Now they brought in Sam Darnold and you wonder what, where does, where, do, where does this team feel about Trey? They could trade him on draft night. They could trade him three weeks into the season at any time. They, this could happen, but it'd be interesting if they traded him on draft night, then again, they would need to draft quarterback just to get through an off season's worth of practices, or they could go sign Nate Sudfeld. Nothing against they have 11 Nate. picks. They do. They, if they love, if he, John Lynch loves Tanner McKee from Stanford, he could draft him. Or What's not to Jake love? Hayner from Fresno State, or DTR, sure. as you and I have talked about. Or, I mean, the, the round three, the the day three quarterbacks in this draft are intriguing as hell. I got it's another name for class. you: BYU quarterback Jaron Hall. I kind of yeah. like him. He's yeah. a good athlete. He's got a yeah, quick release. He throws a nice deep ball. Stronger like than you think, and and uh, yeah, he's. I mean, he's another one. It's a Clayton Tune from Houston, good looking player. Um, Let me say something real quick to Niner fans. Niner fans, if you if you don't want the Niners to trade Trey Lance, be vocal about it. Because I really believe that the Niners traded up with the intention of drafting Mac Jones, and Niner fans got so upset and got so loud about how much they didn't want Mac Jones. I think the organization folded 
and went with their second choice or 1B. Let's call them 1B. I think they went with 1B because Niner fans were so upset. So if you don't want Trey Lance to get traded to the Titans, just tweet at Jed York relentlessly. He'll listen. He'll listen. <laughs> it's a grassroots <laughs> campaign. Grassroots, it works. Ominous24 says, because more than anything, Jed York wants to be liked. And I think he, I, he doesn't really want to make his fans unhappy. He did that when he fired Jim Harbaugh, and I think he vowed to just essentially please you guys. So you know what? Tell him what you want. Ominous24 says, Jimmy McGlinchey gone. Today rivals the day Singletary was fired. Physically can't stop smiling. He physically can't stop smiling. Um, well, congratulations to you, Ominous24. Austin says, I think Donald is a financial chess piece for the Niners. Have him start the year, get a few wins with him, and trade him high in free agency for some picks. Well, he, you could get a comp pick if he signs elsewhere. It's actually, think about what, he, what Austin is saying there, though, Grant. Let's say Kyle really does think, man, if I just had this guy in our system, he'd look great. And let's just say, for example, that they're all in still on Trey and all in still on Brock, right? They have Darnold playing in the preseason. Looks, Let's say he looks good. Maybe even Darnold has to play a little bit at the beginning of the year. He looks good. You get to October, team needs a quarterback. You might be able to trade him for a fourth-round pick. I got another scenario for you, and it might not be as fun for Niner fans. What if Darnold comes in midseason like Brock did last year? As a backup, there's some injuries. He comes in, kills it. Offense is clicking. He's in the best situation of his life. Wins a bunch of games. Maybe wins a playoff game or two. Starts eight games. Free agent. What do the Niners do? They give him $500 million. (laughs) (laughs) It could happen, though. It could happen, though. The Niners always put themselves in that position. They did it with Jimmy. (laughs) That would be funny. Uh, Fish and chips. I can see why Headache likes Darnold. Fits the scheme. What's interesting to me is that Sala, first thing he did when he got the job in New York was get rid of this guy. Now Kyle brings him in. If he wins with Darnold while Salah's losing with the replacement for Darnold, that would kind of be, well, Zach Wilson's out though. What would right? you say Darnold does well? You know, the old part, you know, from uh, office space, what would you say you do here? What, what does Darnold do? Like, cause he's got a Nothing. low completion percentage and he's got a lot of picks. He's not Nothing. super mobile. I'm just I'm not sure what Nothing. exactly he does. Nothing. Honestly, he was a classic overhyped USC quarterback. Yeah. Classic. But Bob Johnson. I mean, yeah, I, I, theoretically, he doesn't do anything well, but he does a bunch of things decently. He's kind of I mean, he's he's got decent size. He's got decent mobility. Maybe he's got. I can't even do that. I don't even know what to say, man. I don't, Matt I don't Barkley know. with uh, <laughs> two more inches of height. He's not. He's, he's a little bit. Yeah, he's not quite Matt Barkley. John B says Sam is QB three zero chance. Trey gets traded. Lynch was simply saying the challenge is Trey to play and to do so. Trey needs to stay healthy. Trey is QB one. Is that is that John L or John B? Thank you, John Lynch, John for B. writing this in is, and explaining. I I can see where he got that out of there, but um, I don't know. I think that was John Lynch's burner. He goes by John B. No one will no one will ever see it coming. Todd Labor says, what do you guys think of the Niners bringing in Adam Thielen? I think Trey will get traded to Minnesota for draft picks. I think Kirk Cousins might go to Green Bay for some reason. What do you guys think? Wow, that's a lot. lot Let's go slowly. So uh, Adam Thielen, what do you think? No. He's old. Shanahan likes receivers who separate. This guy doesn't separate at all right now. And um, um, even though I liked him, but I mean, he, he needed top flight separation ability. And now he's not, now he's in the twilight. How old is Thielen? I would say no. Too old. I don't think the Niners need any receivers. Uh, They they literally could just run back with what they got. I mean, they say they haven't even seen what they have in Danny Gray yet, and he 
I would like to see anyway. Uh, trade of Minnesota. Hey, you, you already you already mentioned uh, Tennessee. What do you think is would Minnesota be interested? I think they might be. If they want, I to mean, it would be a great position for Trey to be in. Justin yeah. Jefferson and playing in his backyard. He's from Marshall, Minnesota. I mean, in some ways, that would be just like. I mean, that's the thing. That's the scary part about the idea of trading Trey is that you better get. You know, how do you think the Warriors Warriors traded James Wiseman? It already kind of looks bad, and um, and you know, it's going to look worse probably five years from now. And the the Niners could look really really bad if they trade Trey and he goes on to some Brett Favre like career in Minnesota. And this is the other thing with Trey is like they can feel however they want to feel or however confident or unconfident in his future, but they saw what happened with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts had a dramatic improvement, and if he can do it, they still have to say that it's possible Trey Lance could do it too, and they don't freaking know, and they might want to hold on to him just to find out because if he goes somewhere else and turns into Jalen Hurts, to your point, they look even they look really, 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 really stupid. But they know that. It's a tough position. Jalen Hurts puts them in a tough position. The they got to kind of see this through. The one thing we don't know, Grant, is we don't know the behind the scenes. The no. behind the scenes could be Trey's agent or his family saying tr- saying the reality of what John said to us at the Combine, which is yeah. Trey's got to play. But they may yeah. be saying it in a way that's not like, hey, Trey's got to get out there. It's like Trey has to play. Like If, he doesn't, if you're not going to play him, he needs to go. You know, We don't know. We don't know how it's being said on the backside. G code travels vlog POV says Larry, I asked if Niners would offer a package of draft picks and Kinlaw just to get rid of him after signing Hargrave Would this offer still be on the table. We're going to get to that right now. Let's get, let's, let's, let's get to our topics here. First, we'll talk Hargrave. I didn't see this coming. I didn't think the Niners would make another big investment on their defensive line. I thought that was the reason that they traded DeForest Buckner in the first place. It kind of feels like this is an admission that they were wrong about signing trading Buckner. And I mean, Hargrave is about a year older than Buckner. And I mean, he's, he produces, he's not exactly Buckner, but he's really good and he's expensive. And, and this is a big time move. What do you think of it? I love it. I love it. You get this big burly 310 pound interior rusher who was a great pass rusher at South Carolina state and then became a, has been a great pass rusher with the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, he's a one gap penetrator, hit the hole and get up the field and he's damn good at it, and you took him away from the Eagles and you put him on your side. And if, if you go look at the last decade of Super Bowl-winning teams, they all had two guys on their front four that had to be combo blocked, that need to be doubled. The Niners now have a second guy. I mean, you could argue Armstead at times was that guy, but Bosa and 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 this kid, Hargrave, or kid, he's 30, have to yeah. be doubled. Have to be combo blocked. When you have two guys in your front four like that, um, it, it just opens everything up for everybody else. So I, I think it's a phenomenal move. Um, and you took them away from Philly, and there's nothing they could do about it. So it's like there's one team in the NFC standing between you and like five straight trips to the NFC Championship game, and it's Howie Roseman and the Eagles. So take away their cast and add it to your side. That's a double win. I love it. They gave them a ton of cash. 20 plus million, but um, you know what? The game is, it's like, you have to be able to rush the passer. These rundown defensive tackles are dime a dozen. You have to be able to rush from the interior. Every guy on your front has to have pass rush ability. And that's why I love this move because he's a pass rusher and a good one. Yeah. Um, he, he is 30. He is on the down, you know, on the, on the back nine of his career. I'm not saying he's on the downside of his career. He's coming off a great season. 
I, the Niners had success. They, they, they signed Justin Smith at 29. He went on to have the best years of his career. So maybe they feel like there's another five, four or five years here with Javon Hargrave. Um, I guess what I, I feel like the Niners signed him. They often do this. They often sign players who played really well against them. Kyle likes to do this. He, he, he's, on, he's, he's an offensive guy. He sees Quan Alexander has a great game against him. He's like, man, this guy's killing me. I want that guy. Fletcher Cox, I mean, excuse me, Hargrave. They faced him this year in the playoffs. He dominated. They, they faced him week two of 2021. He dominated. And I feel like that left an impression on the Niners. He is an excellent player. All I would say is the Chiefs neutralized him in the Super Bowl. And it's like, does this necessarily make the Niners the best team in the league? Not necessarily. It might make them the best team in the NFC. I'm not sure. But... Um, it's not necessarily like they just went and signed Chris Jones or something like that. Um, but it's the best D tackle they could get. I mean, uh, to me, um, I, I think this guy is, he's got an upfield burst. He's got a great motor and, you know, sure. you're talking about a guy who's, he's just so, you know, he's a one gap penetrator, pass rusher. Um, yeah. who's going to put heat on quarterbacks. I mean, is he going to be the nose tackle on, on base downs? Like how, how do you think that'll work? Or you just put Armstead there? Is Armstead too big for that? Yeah, no, I think Armstead, I think I actually think Armstead, uh, his functional strength on the nose is actually pretty impressive for a guy that, right. that long with, you know, cause he's got long arms and long legs. This guy doesn't, how does the center arms. block him? How does the center block Eric Armstead? You don't, I mean, yeah, I mean, Eric Armstead is, is, is his, when I, when he first came into the league at Oregon, I thought you he you could kind of get him on roller skates and move him around a little right. bit. Now he anchors, and like you, mm-hmm. you saw the film even against a really good Eagles offensive line, he was getting combo blocked. He was just standing it up. He wasn't given an inch. So yeah, when he was a rookie, he was like a pass rusher. They didn't play him on. They didn't play him on base downs when he was a rookie. And now he is. He's played D end. He's played D three tech. He could play one tech for him. Interesting. Do you think this makes the Niners a team to beat in the NFC? Are they now? Have they? They they took this player from the Eagles. Are they now better than the Eagles? Um, they're still, I mean, they still have about, you know, 10 needs. I got to see how the rest of this off season yeah. goes. I mean, like they're, you know, they, they re-signed Tayshaun Gibson, but I, and I think that's mostly because they want to be, they know, they know they're going to be super young in the secondary. I would expect they're going to draft two or three defensive backs that are going to wind up making the roster. Um, and maybe a defensive lineman or two. So they're going to be young in the back end. I think that's why they wanted the veteran Tayshaun back there to kind of direct traffic. But that, I mean, it's really depends. They're gonna have to hit on on that. They're gonna have to, they're gonna have to replenish their roster. I mean, but I would say, yeah, on paper, the Niners and the Eagles were a good head better than everybody else um, in the in the conference. Dallas has a lot of talent, but um, I think everybody else is several levels beneath. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm still gonna give the edge to the Eagles, not to be a hater. Just because they have stability at O line and and quarterback and the Niners, yeah, I love their defense and they, they just made it even better. But they still got questions on the O line and, and at quarterback. And once they, you know, answer those questions, I mean, they could go out and get a great right tackle and center to, tonight, and then that would change things. But um, I got to give it to the Eagles until that changes. But it's close. It's real close. Eagles do have a more proven offensive line, but also Whew. you know, and Kelsey's coming back. Yeah, Kelsey is coming back. But, you know, our, Kawakami put out there that the Niners are not done. Um, I don't know if he has sources or whatever, but, you know, if they add, I don't know if they're going to go a stat. I think there's, the, I think they're going to go cheap on the O line, man. I don't think they're going to go with That's what they tend to do. Right tackle, established center. I think they're going to let Brendel go. 
They let McGlinchey go today. I'm not saying it's going to be the Colton McKivitt show and Nick Sakel, but I think they'll go lower level guys and draft picks there. I don't think they're going to spend for some blue chip player there. I would agree. They spent it on blue chip D lineman. So the Niners signed Javon Hargrave. Uh, now Javon Kinlaw is on the trade block. Hargrave essentially took his starting spot. Kinlaw's, I couldn't imagine his trade value could be any lower at this point. I mean, he hasn't really played much in the last two years. It's a bad time to trade him, but that maybe the Niners feel like it's not going up. What do you think the Niners do here? Can they trade him? Is there a taker you think? Yeah, I think so. Because, um, as I said, it, it's a, you know, he's, he's an impressive player physically and, um, he was a first round pick and there's always teams that are like, Oh, it didn't work out there, but it'll work out here. I think, I think it's going to be the kind of swap grant that would, you know, he's a guy who didn't have his fifth year option exercised. I think there'll be some other team in the league that might have a similar type player. The name that, that I would think of that would might be a good match. The dolphins seem real proactive and moving. They have that corner. They drafted in the first round, Noah Igbenogany. And they hmm. and the Niners need corner depth. And I could see something like that, a Kinlaw for Igbenogany swap. You got, hey, it didn't work for you here. Hey, it didn't work for us there. Or like, you know, Makai Becton with the Jets. You know, the Niners need a right tackle. You know, Kin, uh, solid nose, Kinlaw, Becton sure. sitting there. You know, yeah. Becton, Niners, you know, we'll, we'll give you our big D tackle with knee problems for your big O tackle with knee problems. And we'll see, you know. Um, see if it's a fair trade. I could see something like that. I don't. I don't. As far as draft picks, if it's a draft pick, no, they're gonna get a they're gonna get a day three pick, um, halfway through day three. They'd be lucky to get a fifth, probably more like a sixth. Yeah, I guess for, from a another team's perspective, why should I trade for Javon Kinlaw or will the Niners just release him? I mean, is he one right. of their fifty three best players? I don't. I don't really know. It's hard to say that he is one of their fifty three best players because he doesn't he hasn't played. I mean, the other backups have done stuff. It's tough to say. You know, T.Y. Well, McGill had moments. Kevin Given has moments. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, it's not uh, these NFL teams, you know, they, they have the film. You know what I mean? They're going to go back and say, well, you know what? Let's check. Let's take what, what do you look like against Philly? Uh, oh, Don't watch that film. Don't watch that film. Yeah. Yeah. That was a bad one. Uh, l- last one, and then I'll take some more questions. This is still on the defensive tackle um, subject. The reason I never thought the Niners would go after Javon Hargrave is Eric Armstead. They're already paying him 20-something million dollars a year at, at, at this point in his contract, and then they're going to be giving money to Nick Bosa, and I felt, man, that's a lot of money to be spending on three defensive linemen. Again, I thought that's why Bosa, Buckner was gone. You got potentially $35 million a year for Bosa, $25 million something the next few years for Armstead, and now $20 million a year for That's a lot. My question to you is, do you think the Niners intend to do this for a while? Or does this mean that maybe Armstead, if he has another season where he's in and out of the lineup and injured and not producing uh, at a Pro Bowl level, he might get released next year or traded. They save $11 million if he's not in the team in 2024. Um, I mean, it's the NFL, so all options are on the table and there's not a lot of time you know there's not a lot of warmth for anybody and nobody there's nobody like hey you know what we'll just keep him around because we like him but he's one of the guys yeah you know he's one of us <laughs> um but uh but armstead's maybe in his own category because okay. he is like an nfl man of the year he's you know helping children read in sacramento and he's he's a he's like he's like one of the faces of the 49er franchise in the community and he's still a hell of a football player i don't know if he's worth the money we could debate that forever but i mean he's a hell of a football player and he has he's 
he has a lot of respect. I think in a lot of ways, he's kind of like Jimmy Ward, you know, like I think they actually feel better about him than even maybe others do. Uh, so I, I think Eric, I think Eric, I think the Niners would work with Eric, but I also think Eric would work with the Niners to get at the right price going forward. So I don't see a parting of the ways. I actually see a marriage that's going to continue into the future. Yeah, we haven't seen I don't know the what, details. What, what cap number, you know what I mean? But, yeah, but we haven't seen the details of the Hargrave deal yet. It's possible the first two years of the Hargrave deal are pretty uh, affordable in terms of cap number, cap number and he can coexist with Eric Armstead. And, and when Hargrave gets expensive, Armstead's, Armstead's gone or on another contract. That, that, maybe that's how they structure it. It's just, it, it occurred to me when this happened, it's like, hmm, it, does this mean that, that Armstead's going to get pushed out eventually? Like, is, is this the defensive tackle they want to be spending $20 million a year? Or, or are they finally okay with spending it on two? Again, I, th- it's like, I thought this is why Buckner is on the Colts. You couldn't spend for two. But maybe that was a quirk of what, you know, their, their roster construction the last few years and maybe now. It's no problem. Cap's going up. They felt like they had to make that move at the time for the cap, but they obviously erred. And I think they yeah. realized, hey, we had a guy who yeah. played played games. Like DeForest yeah. Buckner didn't sit it out. He was healthy. He was a he was good against the run. He was good against the pass. We had a, a defensive tackle in his prime who yeah. had to be combo block, good against run and pass, and we let him go. And you know what? Him and Bosa together in the same sense. Haven't been back to the Super Bowl since. And now they can right. feel like at least they have that part of their Super Bowl formula back. Not that they won it, but they they could get there. And maybe that's, I mean, a big part, a big reason that the Eagles beat the Niners in the NFC Championship game was their D-line was better. Straight up. It's a longstanding it was 49er better. philosophy, too. I remember Bill McPherson and those guys were like, hey, you know, they didn't feel like Dennis Brown and Ted Washington were good enough in mm-hmm. the early 90s. And then all of a sudden it was like, you got to add B.Y. you got to add Bryant yeah. Young. And then yeah. when they added Bryant Young and Stubblefield in a couple of years, like 93, 94, um, all Super of a sudden Bowl. they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Khalil says trading Mac would have been even worse. Here's, the, here's an interesting thing. What would have been a better move? Trading up to tr- for Trey Lance or staying put and just taking Mac Jones at 12? Think about that. Well, in hindsight, I think it's no doubt it's, it would have been better to stay, you know, stay. At, at, in the present. Um, just but, stay. There's always, you know, that's going to, all these things, these are all evolving things. You know, Mac, I think is, I don't know that Mac's necessarily a shooting like star. Mac. And right now Trey's, you know, idling because he hasn't played, but he could go up. Here's what you don't, I th- here's where the Niners made a mistake, in my opinion. You don't trade up for a spot in the draft. You trade up for a player. The Niners didn't know who, who was going to be available. They, you trade like what, what, what they the also Panthers thought the did. price might have been going up. You know, you the don't Panthers react, up for, you don't want the reactive trade. You don't want to be the second guy making the trade like, oh, now you you need to make a trade because you don't want I think they were proactive, but I personally think that they wanted Zach Wilson. That would be my that was my guess. And I think but Zach I, again, like you can't two. trade up to number three and not know it'd be like, Oh, I hope Zach Wilson's gonna be there. No, you can't do that. The Panthers traded up to number one. They control everything. I they they'll take whoever the hell they want. I mean, you could argue that no one is worth that trade up, that whoever they select isn't really worth it, but the Niners didn't even you what trade up for three? You if they had gotten one, great. But you got three. That's I I it, it, you sh- you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have made that trade. And I guess maybe they made the best choice when they got there, although Justin Fields looks pretty athletic. Yeah. I don't know. Well maybe maybe what? in their mind they thought, hey, you know what? Uh, um, Lawrence is going one 
and we love Lance and we love Wilson and we can one of Don't them will be there. Yeah, maybe. Uh, what did Jake DeLone look like after UCL repair? Not good. Did he have a UCL repair? I know he had an elbow injury. He didn't look I'm not up that. on my Jake DeLone. That was like 20 years ago, though. Problem blessed says, I think Sam, the perfect backup for Trey Lance. All right, problem. Thank you for the donation. That Niner guy says, uh, Larry, I agree that trading Trey Lance is very much on the table. I think it is a mistake, but if they are in, uh, but if they are in all in win now mode and Lance is not the starter, Skaronsky at right tackle might have a huge impact. It's true. It's true. You're thinking Skaronsky would be where the Niners would get him somehow. You know, at, you know, at, at eleven. Pick. I'll say yeah. this. You know what? I my read on the Bears move was that they went down and they're going to take Skaronsky, the Northwestern kid, at nine. You know, they Bears just traded the first round, first pick, and moved down and got DJ Moore two ones, two twos, and they're at nine now. I think Skaronsky out of Northwestern is the guy that they want. So that even if the Niners got that 11th pick, I don't think Skaronsky is there. I do like him, though. I also think it's possible that Kyle Shanahan starts, is starting to feel like he doesn't have like an indefinite an indefinite time with the 49ers to, to, to coach here. Like, was he have how many, three more years on his contract? I, he just signed a, a very high-priced 30-year-old defensive tackle. He might feel like to get another, his second extension with the 49ers, he might need to get back in the Super Bowl. So maybe he's going to start start making more, you know, short term moves. Could be. Well, I, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, people. Don't, it's everybody's focused on Trey, Trey, Trey. But what about what you could get coming back? Focus on that for a second. What if you could add a significant difference maker um, to your team on either side of the football? Maybe you know. Do you really want to have that much? That much. Um, you know, tied into your number two quarterback, as opposed to maybe somebody who's going to help you win the Super Bowl like this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, they Trey and Sam similar skill set. Yeah, in the sense that Trey has a really intriguing skill set and Sam doesn't. I'm sorry, but we're not both Sam men and they're here. both six yeah. four. I mean, well, how, <laughs> other than being men and six four, there's like nothing. <laughs> I don't see anything. I'm there. sorry. We're not big Sam Darnold fans over here. Greg says, Grant, bet you a bottle of wine. Josh, Jimmy has a really good year with the Raiders. Krug, chill out. Darnold uh, is upgrade third string. Ch uh, chill out. Trey stays. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I don't know what a really good year. I I'll bet you a bottle of wine that he doesn't have a Pro Bowl year. How about that? That he doesn't go to a Pro Bowl. I don't even know who you are. I'm that confident. He ain't going to the Pro Bowl. Curtis says, what is Rita Oak going to do now? Drawing Javon Kinlaw every day until he gets traded. I can't believe she stuck to the bit for a year and a half. Congratulations. She, she probably likes doing it. She probably what what do we find out? She's just obsessive and she's just gonna continue with it. Well, maybe, maybe she really found her calling and now that she has to go back. I mean, she's a little bit of a celebrity. Now she has it's over. What's she gonna do? 30 for maybe 30. She'll start drawing to Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Cool. She can't go away. She has she's too embedded in the culture. Austin says Samson uh could have an incredible year if he stays with a team friendly Samson. <laughs> then he could sign for big money somewhere else later. Samson uh, Darnold, is that his full name? John Taylor says Lynch building the 2002 bucks. I was just thinking that. Lynch building the 2002 bucks. Pass rushing DT, Hargrave equals Sap. Dominant edge, uh, Bose equals Rice. Speed linebacker, Warner equals Brooks. Hardening safety, Hafunga is Lynch. Agreed. And they went from, remember that team went from uh, Trent Dilfer to Sean King to Brent, Brad, uh, Brad Johnson. Johnson. And that means that Jimmy was Trent Dilfer, Brock Purdy, Sean King, and the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl with Sam Darnold this year. That's what it means. Sam Darnold, hold on, hold on. killer D. 
forgot to put on my spotlight, which really makes a difference. Um, I totally agree with that 2002. He's trying to build the team he was on. I feel a package deal, Ayuk Lance picks for Lamar. Who? Now that. Spicy. I would love it. I mean, if the See, Niners I, I, actually, I, I, I would love it. That's my, you know, we were, I was down in Scottsdale and I didn't only had YouTube TV down there. So I'm, I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll catch up on my man, Grant. I, did you, did you go into an IUK? Where was the IUK yeah. thing? What? Yeah. So, okay. So that. when the Niners showed up at, at Odell Beckham's uh, workout, I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, he's not going to sign here to be a third wide receiver. Why are you looking at Odell Beckham Jr.? He plays Brandon Ayuk's position. And then I remember, well, um, Brandon Ayuk's been keeping his mouth shut, but I don't think he's super happy with his usage on this team. And him and Kyle have kind of butted heads. And he liked that picture of him in the Giants uniform. And the Giants have reportedly reached out to see if he's available. So I'm thinking like, are the Niners trying to like maybe find a way to trade him? I mean, you can't trade him if you don't have a replacement. But Odell Beckham Jr. wants $20 million. You don't want to give him $20 million. So maybe they won't trade him. But it seems like I, I don't know if he's going to get that extension with the 40. I just don't know. And you said if, he, if he's not, if then he'll get traded this year, next year. I don't know. I don't know about that. We'll he, see if he gets the extension. I kind of agree with your philosophy that the better approach with the extensions is to, if you're not sure, extend fewer, not more, guys. Especially not wide receivers, man. You can every year. There's 15 good wide receivers in the draft every year. Yeah, it's it's harder to find offensive and defense. Oh, I do like How, Ayuk, man. Ayuk, I, you know something tells. I do too. Like I don't. Blame, I do too. He hasn't busted out, but it's like I don't. I watch it every day. I don't really blame him for not busting out. It's almost. It's like it's only partially due to the way he's playing. It's partially just due to other guys get the football. It's kind of like you know when James Harden was the sixth man in Oklahoma City. And then he just went to Houston. They just like, hey, take as many shots as you want. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, he's so much better. It's like, well, yeah, uh, uh, he just has a green light now. Maybe Ayuk would be, you know, what if Ayuk got as many targets per game as Justin Jefferson? What would his numbers look like? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty freaking good. How can the QB room bring 45 TDs and 4,500 yards next season? How can the QB room bring 45 TDs and 4,500 yards next season? James Duran asks. I I uh, blah 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 blah. blah, blah. We're evaluating it by room. I I mean, have the night? When was last time the Niners quarterback room ever did that? Ever, ever, never. That would be a first in Niners history. I don't know. Playing very well would be how they would do that. Ryan says, "Could you imagine Lamar and the Niners with Debo and McCaffrey? It would be a lot of fun." I mean, he's a much more dynamic player than RG three was, and RG three was extremely electric in this offense. It would be fun, I'd, but Kyle would have to want to do it, and I just don't know what Kyle wants to do. Maybe he just wants Brock, and Brock's cool. The thing with Kyle is that you got to remember, it's not just about scheme fit. It's personality fit. Kyle is extremely critical and negative. That's the thing that people don't think about with Mac Jones. I don't think it would have worked out with them. Remember, there's reports coming out of New England that Mac Jones is sensitive, and you can't criticize him, and Bill Belichick... Like, you can't work with Kyle Shanahan if you can't be criticized. I bet you one of the one of the things he likes most about Trey is that he can say whatever to Trey, and Trey's like, "Sure, coach, bring it. sure, yes, sir." Like, yeah. I mean, that's Trey's personality. That might be why they go young. They like to, you know, maybe go young. Maybe they'll go even in the draft for a fourth quarterback. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, he likes quarterbacks who are almost like submissive in personality. Like they're not going to butt heads with Kyle. Kyle's right. What's Sam Darnold going to say, man? He's holding, he's holding on to his career by a thread. Whatever you say, Kyle. And that's what Brock's going to say, and that's what Trey's going to say. I don't know that that's how Jimmy acted. Jimmy had a lot of money. Jimmy made more money than Kyle. 
Jimmy said his plays freaking sucked, man. So I don't know. I think Kyle needs that quarterback who just says, sir, yes, sir. That's Kirk. That's Brock at this point in his career. That's Trey at 22. It wasn't Jimmy at 30. But I'll say this. I mean, the Shanahan's don't have a history of working with a lot of super young quarterbacks. They don't. More veteran guys. What you're describing is a guy, you know, typically they would want to go with young quarterbacks. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he and now he's got young quarterbacks. But it's tough to find young quarterbacks with thick skin, man. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, like, because Kyle's a lot like John Gruden in that sense. Very negative. The guy he worked well with was Rich Gannon. You know, is a grinder who you, I mean, he could take the criticism. What are you going to do? He's already been hanging on to his career by a thread for 10 years anyway. But some of these young guys who have never been criticized in their life, in their lives, I mean, by no coach ever. And Kyle comes in and tells him he, they freaking suck. It's like, whoa, dude, what are you talking about? Don't well, it takes you like the me? right, you know, there's no question. Yeah. These are, these are unique personalities. It takes the right blend. You know, some guys can handle criticism. Some people can't. And you got to kind of know it. I'll say this. If you're the kind of guy who can't handle criticism, though, you're probably not long for the NFL. It's tough. The thing is with, that I love about Kyle is he's, he's, all, he's like the Mr. Keep it real. Like, hey, man, you got to be able to take feedback and like really critical feedback. Sure. He can't. And I don't, I don't like people who are the, let me keep it real. I have no filter. Let me tell you how I feel. But if you turn it back on them, they flip out. I just don't like that. You should be able to take it if you're giving it. Right. That's the way I feel. No, I agree. I agree. Battle Beast 19 says, Larry Trey is QB1. You trade Purdy high value right now. I don't, not coming off an injury. Battle Beast, make any scenario you want. I'm just reading the tea leaves. They, they've speaking very yeah. highly of Brock. Lynch had an opportunity to speak really highly of Trey as a quarterback said nothing other than he's got great makeup and then made it sound like it was a challenge for him to be played when he's the only quarterback they had that's healthy. So I'm just, my read on that is that sounds like there's, they're potentially open to trading him. Maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. (laughs) No, he never has. Jeremy M says Lance and Debo to Houston for the number two take Stroud. Boy, I can tell you Kyle Shanahan wouldn't take Stroud. Kyle, Kyle wouldn't do it just off scheme. Same reason he didn't take fields. Why didn't he want fields? Scheme. Spread offense. Fields, fields at times has looked incredible. He has. Corey Wiggs says, hey, Grant, whoever visits Cabo is the next Niners free agent. Hargrave was there. It's so true. It's so true. And I feel like Sam Darnold would just fit in great in Cabo. He seems like a Cabo kind of guy. Oh, he probably, he probably knows Cabo. He's probably got a lot <laughs> that he like, can frequent. James Duran says, I say quarterback room because I don't know who is starting. Or who's going to be, I mean, all three of them can play this year. That's, Head wants a QB who doesn't want to change the play. Well, you're not allowed to change the play on the 49ers. <laughs> you don't have that freedom. It's true. The, all right. Damn plays. Mike McGlinchey got a five-year contract today for the Denver Broncos. I was shocked. $87 million. Why? Um, because offensive line plays horrible. And... Yeah. He's been healthy and he's got a reputation as a guy who will play dinged up. Um, and yes, he's true. high character. That's um, true. And, you know, I think that's, that's, that's really it. Supply and demand, Grant. It. Supply and demand. But, you know, the thing about, about McGlinchey, he was, he was pretty good. Pretty good. Like, as far as pretty good player. But then when you factor in 
the ninth pick in the draft and he played right tackle. No, he's, you know, you didn't need to invest the ninth pick in the draft on him. I don't, especially on a right tackle who doesn't have great a pass block, pass blocking ability, but it's funny. Mm. I saw one weakness that kind of broke down his whole game. He just had a weakness kicking out quickly against the league's fastest speed rushers. Yep. And what happened was he would compensate with it by getting so off balance yep. that then you could club him. And he would go flying That's with true. no base. And it led to some really bad looking plays yeah. on video. Yeah. And so I think we all kind of, those all circulated. So there's the image of him is so much worse. He actually graded out pretty highly compared to average right tackles across the league. And there's just a dearth of good O linemen. And, um, and especially but his low know, lights are crazy bad. Oh, yeah. His low lights are it's amazing the same issue. Bad. It's the same issue. Yeah. Like if you, if you, you know, who gave you, do you remember that game against the Eagles when he went up against, I think it was Jannard Avery and he just ate his lunch. I mean, the smaller, quicker guys are the guys that McGlinchey just is lunging for. And then you, yeah. he's, he's knocked off balance and then you can yeah. counter or he's, le- you know, leaping outside to get the speed rusher to the point where, a club to the, to his left shoulder just knocks him flying. So I just, to me, it was just that one issue is that he just didn't have the quickness to kick out like that. And it just broke his whole, the rest of his game down as a, as a pass protector. There was always this uh, debate among Niner fans and analysts. Like, is he good? Whatever, whatever you'd think he was to me when he was out of the lineup, they never missed him. I felt like Tom Compton did his job. Colton McKivitz did his job. So when they did they lose much? I don't think so. I think they'll be fine. And the idea of not having to pay him whatever it was, like how much? How much is he making? Nineteen seven. I, I can't even do the it's math. Done. It's um. I it, got it here. It's uh. Seventeen. Five years, eighty-seven and a half million with fifty plus guaranteed. Fifteen, sixteen. I, I don't know. I can't do the math. But it's a lot. And the fact that the only part that matters is the guarantee. It's got he got fifty sure. million. Fifty million guaranteed, Denver. What are you thinking? That's an awful contract. Awful. That's an awful contract. It's, I mean, between that and the Russell Wilson contract, what are they doing in Denver? Yeah. Sorry. I, 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 you know, I would have been mad if the 49ers gave that kind of money to McGlinchey because that's just a dramatic overpay, but I totally agree. Time, and you said it already. They got by with Compton. They got by with, with other Colton McKivitz. I think they can get fine. by with maybe you re-sign a Compton. You know, maybe you you have yeah. Colton McKivitz and and you still have Jalen Moore, and maybe you go into the draft in the mid rounds for and maybe one guy on day one, day one, day two, maybe another guy on day three, maybe make a couple investments in the offensive line in the draft. I mean, that's and guys that you like, but um, I, I I wouldn't pay Brundle and I wouldn't pay McGlinchey, and I'm kind of glad they didn't pay McGlinchey. Yeah, I mean, if you had to choose, spend sixteen million or whatever a year on Mike McGlinchey or spend a little bit more on Javon Hargrave. I mean, it's not, it's not even a question. Javon no. Hargrave is a legitimate impact player. Mike McGlinchey, you could say he's service. I mean, he's serviceable right tackle, serviceable right tackle with some horrendous moments. So yeah, then I just made the right call. I really don't know what the, the Denver, the AFC West in general, like you're, you're really telling me, that that's the game-changing move for Denver. Watch out, Kansas City. We got Mike McGlinchey or, or the Raiders. Watch out. We got Jimmy coming to town. Like, all right, guys, you know, you're going yeah. nowhere. But it's like, okay, are you, are they are you trying to win or are you just trying not to lose by less? Are you trying to lose by less? That's well put. Uh, impulsive says McGlinchey to Hamburglar. 
<laughs> you he reminds you of the Hamburglar from McDonald's? That's not nice. Trade Trey and Eric Armstead for a first-round pick. Get Paris Johnson, the Ohio State U, day one right tackle. Eric Parent, Trey Williams, Trent Williams in two seasons. Trey and Eric Armstead for a first-round pick. Armstead. Be a lot of dead money this year. They trade Armstead. But next year, they might. I don't know that Armstead. NFL trades, really. You really don't. Like the multiplayer, you really don't. Why is that? It's a great question. I don't know. I have no idea why we don't see trades. But we don't. We're seeing more of them than we have in the past. But remember, you know. The whole dead cap thing makes it tough to move players. You know what I mean? You never have to worry about that in basketball. We're trading him. And then all of a sudden, you'll see a report on Monday. This player is going to be traded. And then on Tuesday, he'll be like, and if he's not traded, he's going to be released. It's like, well, then just release him. Why would and I? No one's going to trade him. him. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's like, yeah. What Leonard are you hoping Floyd. for? Like a pick swap? On Monday, Leonard Floyd report, he'll be traded. On Tuesday, if he's not traded, he'll be released. <laughs> and then on Wednesday, <gasps> let me call him up and trade for him. I hear you're going to release him. Let me give you an offer. Yeah. Take my picks. I don't want them. That's all we got. Is there anything else you want to talk about that's on your mind today before we before we uh, wrap up? Well, I think there that's was all one, they've done. What's what would you say like right now, based on where the roster is? I saw you know Jack Hammer had a rumor like Zard- the Niners are interested interested in Zadarius Smith. Um, is it edge rusher? Is it corner? Is it an impact you know impact guy in the secondary? Is it re signing a guy who? Uh, you know, says you're the real deal, and Jimmy Ward. Uh, did you love Jimmy that? Ward? The I whole, love Jimmy the whole Ward. IG thing on Jimmy Ward. Yeah, absolutely. Jimmy Ward's the greatest. Um, but I gotta be objective here. Sorry, Jimmy. The the biggest needs are on offense on this team. It's the it's center and right tackle. I feel like the Niners have a great left tackle and two promising young guards, and then nothing else. Don't tell. I mean, they can get by with Colton McKivitz, but I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl with Colton McKivitz. I don't even know if they're going to win an NFC Championship with Colton McKivitz, and that's the whole thing. So um, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. I know it's very, it's too expensive. You can't, they can't afford a starting right tackle in free agency. Go get a starting center and then draft a right tackle who can start right away. Not easy to do, but that's what they got to do, in my opinion. They got to find solutions at, that t- at those two spots, and I don't consider McKivitz. He's a band-aid. He's a band-aid. I like McKivitz a lot, but I'd I'd like to have another player there. Um, you know, in addition to him. Um, I I don't know about the center spot. I actually think they can get by at center with Zakel or somebody like that. Um I, I want to get actually, by though. I want that guy to be a, a weapon like Creed Humphrey or, or Jason Kelsey. I know I mean, it's not easy to find. When I say get by, I think they could be better than Brendel, what Brendel was okay. this year. Brendel was okay. a Pro Bowl alternate. What do you think? Aziz has moved on, Ridgeway's moved on. Uh, and then there was a report that the Niners mm. have interest in Trey Herndon. It sounds like maybe they're looking for a slot corner. I like Trey Herndon. Uh, I know Trey. Trey. I mean, Trey Herndon went to Vanderbilt. Yeah. How do I know that? He went to Vanderbilt. He's good. Went for Jackson. Uh, well, Trey, I, I, yeah, was, I think he was undrafted. Trent Balky got him. He's good. I mean, he's not great. I really great, like, really like Trey good. Herndon. I mean, he's a hell exactly. of a corner, Grant. Uh, <laughs> uh, Trent Balky here. And- Trey, you know, he's got an ACL, uh, but <laughs> I like him. I, I think it would be a nice little uh, addition. Clayton says Hargrave is just like me. Both one gap penetrators. Uh, yeah, Thank you, Clayton. Nice. That was so good. Clayton. I love how every pretty much all sports jargon is just complete sexual innuendo. I mean, everything a play by play basketball announcer says is just like my kids are here. 
Stop talking rock, about man. pound the rock. <laughs> it's all about penetration. Thank you. Yes, that is the key to life. Pete Ruiz says now all we need is Deuce Vaughn, uh, and it's automatic. I don't understand Deuce Vaughn, and it's who's Deuce Vaughn? Deuce Vaughn is the running back from K State. He's like five seven. Oh, uh, I like the Deuce dude Vaughn. from Texas A and M. A chain, Devon A chain. He's A chain. Yeah, like he's it. fast. Like I'm it. an A M fan. He's an unbelievable home run hitter. Crazy. I want to see Jason Poe. This I really can't wait for Jason Poe. What is the plan? Center. I, I don't know. Can he? If he can snap, I think he can play the position. I've seen him block. He'd be perfect. I like. But him. I, I don't I like know. Can he snap? Oh, I like Sakel. I I'm. I think they're. Oh, I like Poe. I, I like. I'd Poe. be okay in the interior with what they have. I but I'd like to see. It would be great to see a Caleb McGarry. I'll what? tell you what I would love is I would love to do what they just did today tomorrow and go get Chauncey Gardner Johnson away from the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. If you take Hargrave yeah. and Chauncey Gardner Johnson away now, now you're cooking with grease. What is I with Jason Poe? I see it. He's a hell of an athlete. He's he is. really strong. He's just short, and he hasn't taken snaps before. Zakel isn't like an off the charts athlete. He's very smart. He's big. What is the vision there with, with Zakel? Because he, if you um, if you've watched him like his two hand shiver uh, initially, he just absolutely stonewalls the defenders. Okay, his lockout. He's got. I'd love to know what the guy benches because he he. He's, okay. He hits so he's you strong. hard. He's, he's there's strong. a nastiness about Zakel. Okay. And there's a okay. strength. He's I, I think also he's got an ability to put on some good weight where I think Brendel's kind of pulp bump, you know, pumped up at 280, 285. I think Zakel could be like 320 or 310, oh. 315. Okay. He could give you a little bit more stout. I see. So he's just way bigger. And and size bigger, is something that's important because massive. you gotta you gotta block Chris Jones. You gotta block Jordan Davis. How how big is that guy? He's he's replacing sixty. Yeah, he's replacing uh, Javon Hargrave in Philly. Jordan Davis, three sixty. Yeah, you might need some some size at center. That's a good point. Uh, Larry's such a Trey hater. Relax. No, no, no. Larry was just interpreting what what John Lynch said. He didn't say they should trade Trey Lance. He didn't say that at all. In fact, I've heard him say that they shouldn't. So I'm just saying. I'm afraid to trade Trey Lance because I know he's going to be really good. I think they're afraid to trade him too. It's going to be down the road. I think they're afraid to trade trade him too. He's five eight, Larry. LOL. Who the running back? Deuce Vaughn. Uh, oh, 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 so Deuce what? Vaughn. We'll see. I, I to me, I'll say my eyeballs tell me five six and change. Do you feel that Garoppolo will do better in Vegas? Better. It's a better scheme fit. He's got Devontae Adams. Um, but no, he's got great weapons. Period. No, the problem is their line is shit. I mean, it's their line is terrible. They never it's have worse, a good yeah. line. I like Colton Miller at UCLA, but uh, other than that, what they got? Jimmy Ward to the Texans. Is that oh for official? Let me see. Is that official? No, Jimmy Ward, come back. I like Jimmy Ward, man. <laughs> Don't I, leave I, Jimmy. I think I think they need Jimmy Ward. Oh uh, yeah, yep. Jimmy Ward to the Texans. Let's uh, hold on. Oh, that's a bummer. okay. A bummer. Um. Well, congratulations, Jimmy. No, hold on. Are you sure? Yeah, Ian Rappaport saying it. Texans are expected to sign the Texans. According to Ian Rappaport, the Texans are expected to sign former 49ers DB Jimmy Ward. Former 49ers DB Jimmy Ward. Sources say giving new coach D'Amico Ryans a familiar face and leader in his defensive backfield. What do you think of this news? Jimmy Ward gone signing with the Texans. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I think Jimmy Ward 
you know, gave the Niners secondary a swagger, an edge. He was an intimidator. He was a, you know, you knew where he was. Um, he's the guy who took, probably won the Dallas game just by taking out Pollard. So, I mean, I, it's, I, 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 Jimmy, Jimmy's, you know, very, very physical player. And I, I, I think you, when you, you have to have these guys. So I, mm-hmm. and he's versatile. If I were them, I would go get Chauncey Gardner Johnson. That's a slight upgrade maybe on Jimmy. Cause he's younger and a little bit more physical. Uh, but that's, that's a huge loss. That's the biggest loss of the off season for sure. So far. And I think it's interesting D'Amico's perspective. Um, I didn't know how D'Amico felt about Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy kind of got demoted last year, and, and I wondered, like, does D'Amico not like him as much as Robert Sala did, or is it Kyle Shanahan? But D'Amico brings him in as one of his cornerstones. Like, he's rebuilding. He's got a blank canvas in Houston, and he's trying to create a culture, as all coaches do. And who does he bring in? Jimmy Ward. And Jimmy Ward's going to be the guy that goes on the team and says, uh, listen to D'Amico. D'Amico knows what he's doing. I've worked with D'Amico. D'Amico's the true. He's going to be... D'Amico's advocate in the locker room. I mean, when Kyle Shanahan came here, he had guys that did that for him. Pierre Garçon did that. Uh, so now that's Jimmy Ward's. It's a great signing for Houston. No doubt. Great. Cone setter. Yeah. I mean, some guys are some guys Culture show setter. up and uh, you know ride the bus. Other guys drive the bus. He's a he's mm-hmm. a bus driver, man. This guy, you can't have enough guys like that. You just can't. He's physical. He's he's you know that's a huge loss. Absolutely huge loss for the 49ers. It is a huge loss, and it, I mean, you got to make choices. The Niners had X amount of money to spend. They didn't want Mike McGlinchey. They didn't want Jimmy Ward. They wanted Javon Hargrave, and maybe you say, I understand. You know, he's a, he's a couple years younger than Jimmy Ward. He plays arguably a more important position. They made the decision they made, but it's there's a consequence. You lost Jimmy Ward, and you're going to be replacing him with bargain people who can't do what he does, can't do what he does. Yeah, I mean, they did meet with like five defensive backs or six defensive backs in Indy, and um, maybe they, you know, maybe they like uh, Jamie Robinson out of Florida State or somebody like that, Jair Brown out of Penn State. I like both those guys a lot, and um, those are the kinds of players you'd need to be interested in, in in the third round with Jimmy not there. All right, I got one last question, then we'll leave. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen with Emmanuel Mosley? He's going to be high-priced. The Niners just gave a ton of money to Javon Hargrave. You think they can bring back, I think they will bring back Emmanuel Mosley. I do. I do. I mean, he's had, he's been here for a long time. He's the longest tenured 49er, isn't he? Mosley? He's gotta be. No, Armstead. Okay. Okay. I thought. Mosley uh, was an undrafted free agent in 2018. 2018. Okay. Yeah. Um. So he's, but he's among them. I, he's been I, here. You know, I, I just think he's, he's a, you know, the injury creates a little bit of, question about what his value is you know maybe i'm hoping because i heard bosa say that he thought most back so maybe there was some dialogue there or does another player just volunteer that um and then i just love the way emmanuel plays i mean another guy he's playing for keeps man i mean this guy this guy comes up against the run like very few corners in the league and he really does he comes up like this is the last tackle I'm ever going to make. He's just hurling his body. That's true. Um, and I just I love That's guys true. who are warriors like that. He's he's. I hope I don't know what he's lost, but maybe the the injury um, will bring his price tag into their ballpark. Maybe it's funny, like, like when you were when I listened to John Lynch when he talked about Lenore, I took that as him expressing that Lenore might start next year. I mean, 
he was gushing about Lenore. And he said, you know, he started off, he was getting targeted a lot, as, as you could expect, because people respect Traverius Ward, and he had some struggles, but he had those big picks. And by the end of the season, they were going at Ward more than Lenore. That's what he said. To me, that sounds like he's uh, greasing the wheels or setting the stage for Lenore to stay in that spot and Mosley to move on. I don't know. I don't know. You think Mosley gets 10, 11, 12 plus million dollars a year? No, I don't. Wow. I, I mean, coming off the ACL, I would say he gets a lot less than that. Well, um, if but, the Niners get him in a bargain, please do. I mean, I'll say this. You definitely have to have corner play. There's no like, and what do they have? Uh-huh. What do they have for sure? They got Charvarius. They got Sammy Womack. They got Lenore. And I, I think that's pretty much it. I that's mean, Andrew it. Thomas is a question mark. Now Mosley's a free At agent. Best. Ward's gone. At best. Ambry Thomas. I don't know what you call him. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, Ambry. But dude, what was that? I, you know, that's why I was saying that the Kinlaw Igbenogany trade might be smart DBs. because you got corners. You got a corner. You got another corner coming back and you have. No, they can just resign Dante Johnson. <laughs> that's right. Dante's just, no. he, he, now there's the longest <laughs> tenured guy. The Josh Johnson of the defense. It, <laughs> one more question. One more question. I'm sorry. Uh, it's from Clayton. Who's going to play nickel now? Fair question. Who is in line to play nickel for the 49ers next season? Womack, maybe? I mean, it was Sam supposed Womack. to be Jimmy Ward. Um, I always thought Sam Womack played well. He got benched for no bad play. I just think Kyle Shanahan doesn't want to play rookies if he doesn't have to. He, I feel like Womack could have, you know, he could burst on the scene in year two the way Hafunga did or Banks did, you know. I'm not saying he's going to be an all-pro, but I think he could be, he could definitely be a quality nickel. There's only, there's only uh, one, you know, the, there's only three corners right now, so... <laughs> So there you go. You got Charvarius, you got Lenore, and you got Womack, unless Ambry Thomas is going to play. So right now, I'd say Charvarius and Lenore outside, Womack inside. But and if they I re-sign Emmanuel Mosley, then they'll put Lenore inside. That's why. And, and the nickel position is more important than the third linebacker spot. The nickel position yeah. has become like one of the key spots. That's why, if if it was up to me, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, I'm, I'm bringing him in to play that nickel. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, if what, what would you rather do? Spend on C.J. Gardner-Johnson or Emmanuel Mosley? I don't know if you could get both. Yeah, I'd rather have C.J. Gardner-Johnson. There you go. Um, thank you, Clayton. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Uh, 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 Mark Hope, thank you very much. And that's the show. Sticker. Thank you, Mark. Love a super sticker. Thank you very much, Larry. This is a action-packed show. Thank you very much, Niners, for doing things today. Things are good. Protein. Have you noticed that? It's good for biz. It really is. I mean, we do the best we can to talk and keep Niners fans entertained when nothing's going on. But right. it's always better when things are going on, like yeah. today. Yeah, something to talk about. What you got going on your channel? Um, Hardest working man. Yeah, seriously. Hard. Do, doing, doing lots of videos. Doing lots. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come on tonight after the Warrior game. So I'm going to Warrior, do a little Warrior post game tonight. Um, you know, but yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of a. A, a cool deal. A lot of Niner talk this week. I just want to say uh, a lot. We'll a lot of you on later this week. I would definitely. A lot of people in our field are now migrating over to YouTube because they're seeing the success we have. And I just want to say, you got to really commit to it for to for this to work. And Larry, do you see him? Do you see him committing? It's a beautiful thing to watch. And I see other people. It's like, oh, I'll be great at YouTube because I'm a celebrity. Not necessarily. You got to really work. And Larry yeah. does it. I mean, Larry's. Larry's an inspiration. I think a lot you're sep- you're well, dude, forcing you, people no, to dude, set their you, games up. You're the most efficient worker. You're the you know, I was saying I work hard, but you work smart. 
Well, I got I got a little routine, and I've you, you know I've worked on it you, for you, a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, once you get two three years in, you'll have your own way to yeah. save time during yeah. the day. But I've seen some other people being like, oh, "I'm going to go to YouTube." Like, okay, let's see how you do. Yeah, I, I see. I, Larry's Larry knows how to do it. Do you know how to do it? I don't know. If you want to watch a good channel, go subscribe to. He didn't even pay me to say that. I swear to God, it's just from the heart. <laughs> Let the crook show. Pick it a pickle. See you guys. <laughs>